This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Cover Band Central Wisdom Hour, number 22. I am Steve Witchell in New Orleans. Tony B in New Jersey, 22. Yes. What's up, brother? What's happening? How are you? I am well. We we have not done a Wisdom Hour in a month and four days. So 35 days to be exact. I just checked that today and why did we not a lot of gigging going on from what i understand a lot of gigging going on um i was loaded up with we normally do this on a monday night or a tuesday night and i was loaded up with sub work for the last few weeks and uh and we were unable to hook up with our schedules the way they are so um we had to take a break, unfortunately. Um, but we're back, baby. Coming back strong with 22. Yes, number 22. So th- there were actually people, dude, that asked about the podcast and why we haven't been doing it. So um, we do have an audience out there, which is nice. That's always nice to have people listening to All us. All kinds of people looking for wisdom, Steve. You know that. I think so. And we try to provide it as best we can. Um, and, uh, you know, we know what we know. And you guys know what you know. Um, I, we have it uh, broadcast live right now. We are on the page and also in the group, the Caravan Central group on Facebook. So I just shared the link here in the group. So if anybody wants to join in, they can now. And they can uh, leave comments, whatever. And I have it up here on the page. So. We'll see if anybody wants to join in. I really promoted this heavily today, dude. <laughs> I, I did like a little sort of commercial, like a 30-second commercial for it um, with my video background, studio background, and uh, and uh, try. You, have the, you have the custom background now, right? Yes, 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 which some people think is a real studio, which is really cool. Um, and I don't want to dispel the illusion, but I just did, didn't I? <laughs> It's a green screen. Folks. How's the new studio, Steve? It's man, it's slamming. I can't wait to get some new artists in here. <laughs> it's uh, awesome. It's it's yeah, it's a green screen thing, but it's it looks really cool, and it's like my dream studio anyway. So I'm kind of using like a law of attraction thing to get that in my life somehow. Um, it'll happen. It's in your life already, though. If you look at it, yeah. I'd really love to have a studio, though, where I can be an engineer and, and bring bands in and record bands and stuff. That would be fun. And, uh, you know, so I can do my own recording as well. You know. And I'm going to have to fly... get a lot done during the day with other bands if you had the opportunity to be recording yourself all the time. Right. 
you know, I like to mix it up, though. But um, if, if and when this happens, I'm not even going to say if. When this happens, Tony, I'm going to fly you down, and we're going to go drum shopping, and we're going to buy a drum kit for the studio. Yeah. What do you think about that? Nice. I like that. I've, I've appointed you the drum master of my studio. Accepted. <laughs> nice. Tony B, drum master. <laughs> drum master. Yes. Master. Um, so what's what's cooking, brother? How how was the um? Talk a little bit about some of the gigs you you were subbing on and what you've been doing for the past couple of weeks. Yeah, That's I yeah. There's a lot out to, of your normal schedule. Yeah, there's a lot to update on. Uh, the last time we talked, it was before Halloween. It was, uh, and I went back and listened to the last show um, a little bit today, and uh, we were talking about Halloween and stuff. And uh, I ended up playing. Um, that weekend, but then Halloween night, I did not play. They had a, a DJ, and um, so, and I was okay with that because uh, I did wear costumes on on uh, the weekend. But um, that ended up being the Saturday before Halloween. Ended up being my last gig at Crazy Corner. I left that gig after that, um, so I'm no longer working on weekends, at least for the time being. So is that Saturday Sunday or is that Friday Saturday? Friday Saturday. Okay. So, but as luck would have it, I was asked to fill in for the two days that I normally have off, which are Monday and Tuesday, um, for the last couple of weeks. So I still ended up playing five nights a week for the last couple of weeks, um, just it, Sunday through Thursday. Um, and this week is the first week I've really had more time off. So um, I worked Sunday, off last night, off tonight, working tomorrow night, and then I have the three-day holiday weekend off. Too, so I'm not used to this. <laughs> I'm really not used to having this much time off. It's crazy. It's nice though. Get a little break, you know. Yeah, you know it's uh, it's different, and, and it's it's affording me the opportunity to work on Carvan Central stuff, which is really um, really what I want to do anyway. Um, and it's um, a lot of stuff happening with that. Um, the group is just very very active and. Um, growing like crazy i don't even remember what the number was last time we did a, uh, the wisdom hour but um it's going up about a thousand new people every four or five days wow it's kicking yeah so and i'm trying to my computer i'm trying to make sure that i have the, this comments up for on spreaker in case people are commenting here and i'm just having issues with seeing it uh why oh because this thing is open this way and six weeks 22 episodes and still the same shitty crew <laughs> here it is <laughs> <I know. laughs> that's crazy okay i got it up now i see alec is alec is chiming in alec courier comments are flowing in that like a yeah. floodgate is just opened yes alec courier who who i got have to give a shout out to is uh, a guy I appointed as the moderator, and he was not the moderator. And <laughs> a lot of appointing going on tonight. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, Tony B. Drum Master, Alec Courier, moderator master. Um, he's awesome. He he volunteered for this, and I don't think I had him a month ago. And, and Alec, you have to tell me exactly when you started, if you remember. But um, he has just been incredible in the group, coming in and and totally took the bull by the horns uh, really enthusiastically with a positive attitude understands my vision for this and has gone in and really made a difference in the growth of this group um, knowing how to um, 
um, kind of keep people in line and um, and just being smart and polite about it and just really following my vision. So I'm really very thankful to Alec and he's, he's the only one commenting right now in Spreaker. Big round of applause for Alec. But it's, oh yeah. Yeah. See, I have to, that's why I have this stuff here. So yeah, I, I'd really like to give that big shout out to Alec. So there you go. Yeah, Alec. And people like Alec too. So that's a, a good thing. I'm trying to find my glasses so I can see, and I can't find my... my it's good to be a likable cat. Glasses. Yes, because I'm having trouble reading this. But he said, evening... Uh, all, right, all, right, all right. He said, please tell me I'm not the only one here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, dude? I, I mean, people listen to this and don't comment, and I have no way of seeing how many people are listening. But I'm surprised Kel's not jumping on. You know, Kel knows about it because I made my little commercial earlier, and I know he saw it because yeah. he liked it. But... Um, so, so there's that. So, um, yeah, just a ton of stuff going on in the group. So I want to touch on a little bit of stuff that um, people are talking about in there. And it's going to be a little foreign to you, not so much, but a little bit, because of, uh, you're not a Facebook guy. You know, Tony is not on Facebook, um, so he's not in the mix of all this stuff. But you pop in and check out things once in a while. Yes? I drop in and investigate. Yeah, so... Um, um, there have been, there's always like the sort of the topic du jour in there that it, it starts to pick up, gets momentum, and then gets people taking sides on it and arguing about it. And th- there's there's pros and cons to that. The cons to it, obviously, are, are people sort of spouting negative negativity and, um, you know, cussing other people out, too. And we don't, we won't have that. We put the kibosh on that as soon as it starts. Um and and there's a good there's a good reason for healthy debate over topics and and I think without that it would kind of be boring you know if everybody agreed on everything then nobody would have anything to talk about so um, I kind of like that but um, the the topic du jour right now is uh, a like for like thing and what that is is people were going in and saying here's my band page my band facebook page like my band facebook page and i'll like yours and you know which is a nice friendly idea um but now it's it's caused controversy in that people are are uh upset because they they think that it's getting artificial likes and it's not really helpful in the long run um and i agree with that um so i'm really trying to steer the whole thing in the direction of getting likes for your Facebook page, quality likes, and how to do it. Um, so it, it's it's like trying to rein in cattle here. Like, get all right, everybody come back here and look, this is, the, this is what's important about it, and this is the way to do it. So I spent a lot of time today with that, and then I put up an example of how you do it. I put up a link to a video that I was in and said, you know, here's the, the band page link, and if you want to like my page, here's the link to that, and thanks for watching. Enjoy. You know, and you, the, the the important part of this is to have content in there. You, you know, you can't just say, like my page for no reason, unless there's there's something there to grab a hold of. You know, like, why should I like it? You know, I, I mean, if you're getting, inflating your likes and you and you suck, then, you know, it, all of the likes in the world aren't going to matter. Or if you're inflating your likes and you have, you're not providing any sort of content about your band or you know what you do or anything 
it, it's pointless. So, that's, so if, listen, hey, wait, let me ask a question. So if, if I'm yes. inflating my likes, right? Right. What impact right. is it having on anything? Well, the, the the upside for people is that they feel, and they've cited examples too, that they feel that there are venues, club owners, management, whatever, that look at your popularity online to see if you're hireable, see if you're going to be somebody that they want in your venue or whatever. Um, so th- they're using it as a gauge um, for you know how, how well you can do for them. So if somebody has a lot of likes on their page, you know, people, the, the, the um, perception is that you're popular, you're going you're gonna to do well. So that's why people, that's the, the biggest reason. And if there's another reason there that I'm missing, Alec, please jump in and, and tell me. Uh, but I think that was the primary reason. You know what you probably need? What? You need... The likes police, they're coming to my bed. The likes police, police, police. police. You need someone to police the likes, you know? This way if they're getting illegal likes or they're obtaining likes that maybe are not genuine or they're inflating their likes, then they can be properly sought out and investigated. Yeah, I mean, that's a thing that... um, All right, Alex said that's pretty much it. Um, That's a thing that, that... is commonplace really on the internet where you can go and buy likes. You can go find an ad on Craigslist or something and, and they'll, they'll, uh, you know, you pay 10 bucks and you'll get a thousand likes or, or whatever it is. I don't even know, but that's something that people do just to inflate those numbers. Um, um, and to police it, it's just, it's difficult if not impossible. And that's not really exactly so good for them with the fake likes. Yeah, so that's uh, you know that's part a big part of my vision, as you know, is trying to educate people with this thing, and so this is a big topic that I really want to tackle um, going forward, as far as you know how to get likes, the method to do it, um, and and all the details that come along with that because there's really a lot. Uh, it's you're managing a business, you're building a brand, you need to uh, treat it that way. Um, and most people don't do that and it's not hard. I mean, that makes it sound like it's a big, you know, difficult thing to do, but it's, it's not, it's just simple fundamental stuff that you need to practice and it works. So if you're going to, you know, if you're going to really do this, provide, I mean, the biggest thing is providing content. You need to have something that's there that people want to see or want to share or want to like or whatever. You know, just getting a page like isn't going to do it if you're not getting engagement from people, if you're not getting people commenting on your stuff and saying, hey, that sounds good or whatever. Um, you know, that's that's the key to this. You know, and listen, if you market yourself correctly, right, you do have good content then you'll get plenty of genuine likes and, and you'll get legitimate likes because, like you said, there's something there and you have something to offer. And, you know, it adds value. So people are going to want to go there and they're going to want to like it. Yeah, and yeah. and it's and it's exponential too, because people will, if people like your stuff, they're going to share it, and then when they share it, other people see it that normally wouldn't go to your page or know anything about you, so they're gonna they're gonna come to your page and like it, and it and it you know it snowballs, um, so that's the way to do it, and that's the way I did it with the Cover Band Central page. I I, I didn't just start the page and say, all right, hey, everybody, come like the page. Well, what do you have to offer on the page? So I, I provide content. 
on there every day, every single day. I've done it for three years. Um, and that's what has inflated. I mean, it's up to almost 85,000 people on there. And the way I did it was to provide valuable content that people are going to share. And when people share it, other people see it. They come like the page. They, it happens automatically. But you have to make sure you're putting quality stuff up there. Um, and often, you know, you got to stick with it. Um, all right, so we got Jim Jacobs commenting, saying, uh, listen to the videos and re- review the pages. Um, yeah, that's another. I, there's so many options with pages. Like you can, um, when you're providing content, they also have user reviews in there. So people can come in and review your band and give you between one and five stars and, uh, and uh, you know, put a comment in there and say something, whatever. Um, uh, Marianne Ashcroft is listening from Ireland right now in the middle of the night. Excellent. Yeah, so we got some more listeners this week. I, I'm happy about that. And there's Kel. Kel liked, he at least liked the thing. He didn't really say anything yet, but he's out there. Um, so yeah, this is a big deal. So I want to tell, I want to tell you this story, which which is related to this. I was watching. There's a show on on uh, Fox called The Orville. It's it's kind of based on Star Trek: The Next, Next Generation. And there was an episode that I watched the other night. It was on weeks ago, but I just watched it. And it was about the the crew of the ship visiting this planet that was very similar to 21st century Earth, but a little a little further off than we are in the 21st century. But it was very similar. So it was human beings, you know, doing things that human beings do. But everybody in in the community or in the wherever they were, you know, in the city and probably in the world, had to wear these badges. They were like oval badges. And on the left side of the badge, it had a red, lit up red arrow pointing down. And the right side, it had a lit up green arrow pointing up. Everybody was required by law to wear these. And when people would encounter other people, they would give them an up like or a down like based on their encounter. So in a, so there's a, a scene in there where somebody goes into a coffee shop and uh, you know is friendly with with somebody else, and then they you know they just reach over with their finger and point to the up arrow because they had a nice encounter. And then there's this there's a master they call it the master feed, and this it's like a big TV screen and it's everywhere in the city, it's everywhere indoors in every business, and it's just like a Twitter feed that's just constantly scrolling. And on the left there's there's the red, and on the right there's the the green for the for the good and bad or the bad and good, and and it's just scrolling feed, and people can leave comments just like Twitter um, on things, and you can see everybody has a badge number, and you can uh, remotely you know vote them upvote them or downvote them and it's all happening like in real time in, in the whole like world and it's it was just a it's just a crazy uh, statement about the way our society is and the way it's it's headed you know and I, I think that's a little extreme but the fact that that we we gauge things in our society now on internet popularity is prevalent you know, and that's something that that musicians really need to understand and embrace, uh, and and learn about, and understand how the impact it has on their their careers and their progress and the money they make and everything. Um, so I, I thought that was a very sobering example of, you know, an extreme example of the way society is now. 
Yeah. What's it called again? What's the name of it? The name the name of the show was the Orville. It's Seth MacFarlane from um from the Orville, uh, like from, Orville Redenbacher? Yeah. It's Seth MacFarlane from Family Guy. He he created the show. It's like a science fiction show, um, based sort of loosely based on Star Trek the Next Generation. Um so it was you know, it's fiction. Um but but it's very you know, an exaggerated version of the way we are in society now with with internet popularity and like getting likes and and on facebook there's no down likes but um i think on twitter there are youtube there is and youtube there definitely is so i, I just I, the the upshot of it for me was to to know that to understand that um we live in this world now. This is the world. This is our reality. And I know you're not on Facebook, but there's 7 billion people on the planet and one, over 1 billion people are on Facebook. So that's a large percentage of the population. It's like 15% of the population is on Facebook. And if you take away children and really old people, then you know it's a really significant p- part of the population of our age group and, and the people that are really moving and shaking things in the world. So musicians really need to understand this and really need to embrace it and learn it. And it's very, you know, it's still relatively new for everybody, but a big part of my goal is, is to educate people on how to do this stuff and how to do it right. Um, so, um, so yeah, there you go. Good stuff. Um, Jim asked, Steve, did you mentioned adding new members? Did you mean just music based members only? Oh, so I made a video and, and I do this, from time to time, try to get um, people that are already in the group to add other people in the group to try to grow this uh, bigger. Because I, I, you know, seven billion people on the planet. I want at least, uh, you know, fifty million. That's not too much to ask, right? Um, so he he said, "Do you did you mean just music based members only?" And yes, I, I mean to a degree. Anybody that's in the music business, if they're a musician, aspiring musician. Um, and anybody else that's a bar owner, uh, manager, promoter, any, any a photographer, uh, engineer, salmon, anybody that's in the business, or even people that are just music fans, because I want people to come in there and be a part of that mix and uh, see what we're doing. Because there's a lot of people out there that are, are just, you know, love music and love following musicians' careers and, and, and love seeing, discovering new talent, too. So, so, Jim, yeah, I would say anybody that's in that circle of people, Bring them in, you know. You're, you're anybody that's in the group is free to add members. Um, and uh, Marianne just said, and this is a good segue. Marianne just said, twenty one thousand members is huge already. Uh, won't it get uh, a bit out of hand? Um, yeah, but the the this is why it's a good segue is because I'm really busting ass on getting this website done, and I, I have a, a phone meeting tomorrow with a web designer. I'm going to go over everything that I want to accomplish and I'm going to have somebody else do it because I, I think I think most successful people, if they can't do something, they get somebody else to do it for them. So <laughs> I want to be successful. And, and quickly. Yeah, quickly and do it right. And I know what I want. I know the vision, but I don't, the nuts and bolts of doing it, I don't want any part of it. So I, I'll hire somebody else to do it. Um, so I'm really taking a big step with that um, to get that done. So... Marianne saying it's going to get out of hand. The, the The goal is really to kind of migrate people from the group over to the website where it's it's more controllable. 
and there's going to be more valuable information and more valuable resources for you guys. Where Whereas like Facebook is just a scrolling sort of feed and one thing is here today, gone tomorrow. With a website, you're, we're going to have a dedicated forum for certain topics, um, for certain instruments, for certain types of, of bands, where it's, you know, it's easily laid out and you can easily find things. Um, so any topic that was discussed three months ago is still easily accessible, whereas on Facebook, it's, it's almost impossible unless you know the proper keywords to search for. Um, so that's the answer to that, Marianne. Um, so I'm not going to um, ever close the group, but I really would like to migrate a lot of the people who are really serious about this, you know, and, and that's a big issue that we have to deal with, Alec and I, in the group. There are people that are coming, they on the internet, they're popular, uh, the popular term is trolls. They'll come in and make fun of people or try to make stupid jokes or snarky comments and whatnot. And those are the people that aren't going to come into the the website because um, they're not going to be that dedicated to it. They're just goofballs. <laughs> so, so that's that. Did so I lose what, you? Do you, what do you think your time frame is for getting the, the new website up and run? It's, it's hard to say. Um, I, I, I don't know. I'll know more after tomorrow, after I talk to, to the web designers. Um, um, I don't know what, how long it takes to really do all the stuff that I want to do, um, so I'll find out. But I would ideally, I'd like to have it within the next month, really. Um, before the end of the year, is that a safe bet? Certainly, I would like to have it before the end of the year. Nice. I mean, if I I could have it in two weeks, that'd be outstanding. But I don't know how long it takes to do all the back end stuff on this. Um, and there's going to be tweaking. And, and the, the woman I was speaking to today was like, you're, you're going to want to have something that has the ability to grow. Um, so, you know, that's going to be a big thing because it's going to change. It's going to organically evolve. Um, but it's not going to do that until it gets started. So, got to get it started. I've been talking about it forever. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go already. Yeah, and, and just I think that's going to be much easier to manage than the group is. And again, I'm not going to abandon the group, but um, or the page. But I, I'm going to once that's up, I'm, that's going to be the focus of my attention because um, there is where I'm going to be able to really provide the valuable content to to the audience that wants it. You know, the the people that are really looking to to grow and learn and and make more money, get more gigs. That's what everybody wants. So I'm going to provide the tools and resources for that. And the community will, too. So I think it's a win-win, man, for everybody. Win-win, dude, for sure. It's cool. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's enough of that. What, um, what's what been your gigging experience over the last month? Have you have you been playing? What's going on? No, I had the one. I had a charity gig that I played uh, for the benefit gig. And then the next gig coming up is going to be for the holiday party. On um, excuse me, on Bless December ninth, Saturday, December ninth, got a private gig at um for a holiday party in um the mansion, uh, the great room at the mansion at Fairleigh Dickinson University. So that should be cool. And then I'm thinking it looks like next year I'm going to have a, a holiday gig at the Wellmont Theater in Montclair. Oh, cool. I don't think I've ever yeah, been that should be fun. 
Nice. Um, cool. Holiday party in a mansion. That sounds fantastic. Right? Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we've played it, you know, this is the third, fourth, fifth year already that we've been doing it. Uh, it's funny how the years go by. You know, we, we were doing Oktoberfest for like 12 or 13 years before, uh, you know, we stopped playing it. And it was like, why? Wow, you realize that you have a lot of repeat gigs that you play year after year, you know, for the same event, for the same venue. And, uh, you know, before you know it, it's like 10 years has gone by. It's like, holy cow. Right. It's nice to have gigs like that, though, that you can always go back to. Uh, um, so Marianne uh, mentioned that level of website is going to cost a bit. Will you be looking for contributors to help it keep it up and running? Um, what I would like to do, I know it's going to cost a bit, and I'm willing to shell that out to get this done right. Um, and it is likely uh, contributors to help it keep it up and running, possibly, um, but I'm, I, I would say I'm definitely going to look for people who want to provide some content as far as like writing articles and things like that. So that's something that will be down the road that I'll, I'll talk about once it's, uh, once we're up and running. Because I'm going to write too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to provide articles and uh, my stuff. But I, I definitely will like some uh, people to contribute in that sense. Um, uh, so that's the answer to that question, I think. Um and we could even have like a Tony B corner. Let's have that like the Tony B drum corner. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, like def- I definitely would like you to be a part of it if you have the time um, to do something. Because we're going to have the links to the all this all the uh, the Wisdom Hour podcasts in there. Obviously, um, a lot of cool stuff. I have a lot of really cool ideas for this that is just not available anywhere else uh, for people like us. So. Um, I'm really excited about. I'm nervous too. I got a lot of nervous energy about this, but I'm excited. It's good. It's action, you know. It's excitement. Yeah, but it's big. I mean, my vision is big. You know, I think it's going to be. Uh, uh, the magnitude of this is going to be huge, as if it turns out the way I want it to. Anyway, so I'm plowing forward. Dream big, but relish the small pleasures. Yes, indeed. And um, and that's one of the things I really love about this is just discovering the pleasures for me or just hearing really talented bands and really talented singers and, and discovering new bands. There's, there's, a, there's a band out there, a tribute band. Or, or, I guess, I don't know if this falls under a tribute band, but they're called Madonica. And they do <laughs> they, Madonna. Madonica, and they do Madonna songs in the style of Metallica. <laughs> That's great. I know, I love it, and I saw a couple clips from them, and I'm like, this is brilliant because the the, the girl they got the girl singer, she dresses like Madonna, but they're they're playing, you know, metal. <laughs> it's so cool, <laughs> Madonna. <It's, laughs> It's such a clever idea, and it's like things like that. I really want to promote things like that, and and um, you know, and so people can see the examples of, of of different ideas you can you can have to really to really make yourself successful because that that's a unique original idea, you know, and it helps with that name because they both start with the word M and and it flows well. Madonica. <laughs> 
and you get it right away. I'm like, okay, Madonna, Metallica. Um, that is funny. Yeah. So I, I, I really want to pump up and promote people like that so other people can really learn from that and, and get different ideas of something unique they can do um, that's that's in their wheelhouse. You know, because these people, they're probably, that's in their wheelhouse. They, you know, somebody was a Madonna fan, they're, the guys are Metallica fans, and they're like, hey, why don't we do this? And, and I don't really, oh, so yeah, Alec is saying there's a band called Van Hagar, which is, you know, uh, the, what a lot of people called Van Halen when Sammy Hagar joined, but they're a tribute, Van Halen tribute band with Hagar songs. Um, and, and Alex shared, they, they were doing a live uh, Facebook stream from their um, rehearsal room. And I think this was last week. And Alec, my moderator in the group, uh, saw it and shared it in, in Caravan Central while it was live. And they got 12,000 views of their band practice. Wow. <laughs> Just practice, not even a show. So that's another example of things that I want people to see. It's like, oh, you can do... It doesn't have to be perfect. It can be warts and all. You can just go out and do your thing, and, and people are going to watch. It's When you do live stuff, people watch it. Because everybody's a voyeur, man. You know? Live. Yeah. Um, so it was just a bunch of dudes and a girl drummer hanging out and, at uh, band practice, and and they and and yeah, all right. So Alex is saying it was awesome. Watch that they freaked out when the numbers started growing, because the, they just broadcast live and they figured just a couple of their friends are going to watch. Then all of a sudden, it's worldwide live in real time. Yeah, mega right. Like everyone's jumping on it. Yeah. So that's another thing that people can do to just. Um, increase their presence. Um, oh yeah, Jeff, Jeff, that's a good one too. Jeff Yonker. That there's a a band out there. I don't know if you've heard of these guys, but they're called Mac Sabbath, and they dress like uh, ro- uh, McDonald's characters. <laughs> and play Sabbath. And play Sabbath. The singer is uh, Ronald McDonald. And I'm pretty sure, and Jeff, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the rest of the band dresses like McDonald's characters, or, or maybe it's just the singer. Uh, but I've seen that before, too. Dude, that is too funny. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, that can't be hilarious thing. It, it's like, you don't have to be perfect. You know, people are so, like, keyed in on, like, do I got to play this song right and play this uh, you know, cop the part, perfect. And sometimes, yes, that's appropriate, but sometimes it's just about having fun and being goofy. And that's what people, people want to be entertained. That's what they want. They don't care if you're playing perfect. Nobody gives a hoot if you're, if you're, you know, missed a note in a guitar solo or anything. They just want to have fun, man. People that are... Is the guy, is he, is the Grimace involved? <laughs> I don't know. But he said yes, that they're all dressed in, uh, in McDonald's characters, and Jeff said he toured. And a grimace would be really hard to play an instrument if your dress is. Tight. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm asking. Um, all right, so we're getting a lot of comments, and this is the most engagement we've ever gotten on during the live broadcast. So I'm really happy about this. So I gotta, I gotta go and people like McDonald's, dude. <laughs> that's right. That is true, but I gotta go back. They like McDonald's, and they like free likes. Or fraudulent likes. Yeah. The like police. 
Um, so I got to go back and read some of these comments. So Jim Jacob said, what I really, really like about your vision here with CBC on Facebook, the small band has a place that they found that they can build their stats and make friends and grow. Not many places offer this that I provided. So, so that's a good thing that, that, uh, I like that people are enjoying. Um, oh yeah. Uh, D- David, uh, Farzan, it sounds a bit like Dred Zeppelin from the late eighties. Do you remember them? I do. They were like reggae. Oh wait, yeah, reggae style Zeppelin with an Elvis impersonator frontman. I remember that band. That's funny. Um, yeah, man, the Dread Zeppelin. Uh, Jim said we have offered the small guys a gift, and I'm, I'm glad you see it that way, Jim. And that's really kind of my intention is for everybody to ve- uh, benefit from this, no matter what level you're at, because anything that I provide is something that's also beneficial to me. Um. Marion says she's one of the small guys. Uh, now, Jeff said a band called the. All right, I got. I can't find my glasses, so I gotta lean up and read this. Herb, Tarlix, Herb or Herb, I think it's Herb Tarlix, and I don't know what that is. Does that ring a bell to you? Herb Tarlix. Herb Tarlix. Yeah. No. I don't know what that is either. Um, so that's cool. So that you know, people are being creative and stuff. That's a big thing. Um. So um, I, I had this thing I was gonna say and I forgot. Um, who is Herb Tarlix? Herb, Herb, Herb. I don't word, know. word to Herb. You hear that tune? Screaming headless torsos. Words to Herb. Um, I don't think so. Oh, he said they they dressed in plaid suits like the weathermen on WKRP show. <laughs> oh, okay. So, oh, the, the, yeah, the Herb Tar, like the the character from WKRP in Cincinnati. Okay, all right. I'm glad you said that, Jeff, because now, now I get I it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's saying the weatherman on WKRP. Now I remember. I mean, that is. Freaking obscure. <laughs> I love it. Herb Tarlick. Herb Tarlick, the, the, the weatherman on WKRP in Cincinnati, always wore these these hideous yes, plaid suits. Yes. And so <laughs> the band is called the Herb Tarlicks, and they dress in those batsy. That's brilliant to me. See, they, you do that, and then you go out and play Jesse's Girl. You're gold, man. Or, or whatever, just play popular songs that people know. I mean, I'm interested, Jeff. What, what kind of music do they play? Like, what songs do they play? Oh man, yeah, it's funny. That's funny. I, I should make a list somehow of bands like this. You know, and yeah, Marianne's saying it's a gimmick. Um, having a gimmick is great. And one of the bands that I've talked about before on the show, and you, you're aware of them, is is it's the Nerds from Jersey, and they they've been, sure. the Nerds have been around for 25 years. I gotta say, at least, right? That long. Oh yeah, every bit. Yeah, and and these guys dress up like the guys from Revenge of the Nerds. They wear, you know, the 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 silly, you know, the shirts, the button shirts, and and ugly shorts, and the glasses with the tape in the middle. And they are one of the hugest bands in Jersey, and and one of the biggest cover bands really in the country because they travel all over the place, and they command some serious money, man. Those guys make bank. And they've been—they deserve it. They—they've been doing it for a long time, 
and it's a four-piece band. And the thing that's great about them, aside from the gimmick, is that they're really good musicians and they pick really good songs to play. They're smart with their song selection and their their, their execution. They're consistent. Uh, they all sing. Um, so you can't just have a gimmick. I mean, having the gimmick like Herb Tarlick's, that's fantastic. And and even if the band isn't that good, that's probably still very successful. But if you really want to elevate yourself to big time in this thing, you still have to be good. You got to play, pick good songs, and be and be good performers. And uh, you know, just got to be good. <laughs> Right. Yeah, it's not just the shtick, for sure, like we've talked about, but definitely some interesting uh, and comical combinations out there right now, you know? Yeah, and Marion was just saying, did you see the Molly Ringwalls on CBC? Or uh, they dress up like Christmas trees. <laughs> they all dressed up like Christmas trees. One of them dressed as Prince. Um, Molly Ringwalls is a band, I talked about them before, they're from here, and the, the bass player is actually the, the other bass player at my gig at the Swamp. Um, and they do 80s stuff. They all dress like 80s characters. Um, Phil, the bass player, dresses up like um, D. Snyder. And one of the guys is Devo and whatever. But they, they mix it up a little bit too. But she's saying they dressed up like Christmas trees. Um, and uh, so, and they're, you know, they're one of the biggest bands on the Gulf Coast. I'll, I could drive on Interstate 10 and they'll have a gig coming up and I'll, they're, they're on a freaking billboard. This band. You with me? I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm trying not to do all the talking here and let you chime in. Well, you're going, you're, you're cranking, so I don't want to cut, interrupt you. Yeah. I okay. mean, it's good stuff. Yeah. You know, but yeah, to that point, how does a band get that big that they're on a billboard? They just they have that shtick. They have that that gimmick of of they're dressed up like eighties characters. They're doing eighties music, which is popular still. Everybody wants to still hear it. They put on a but good. They're drawing, but they're drawing the crowds right, and yeah. they're, they're generating revenue from it without yeah. a doubt because they're advertising on a billboard where the management company has enough money behind them, you know, to do the advertisement and and, and promote them because they are doing well. So they you know it works. Like you know once you get your once you find your niche where you have, you know, your your shtick and and your, and like you said, the talent and your good musicians and and the buzz catches on, and then you start riding on the wave. I mean, it 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 can grow quickly, you know, and you can become, to your point earlier, like ah, I'm super popular, you know, in, in a short amount of time. Yeah, I mean, these cats make a living doing this, you know, make a good living doing this. So the potential for for this stuff is is out there, you know, as long as you have. A good idea and a good execution of that idea, then you could do it. Um, there was there was one other band I was trying I was thinking of. Oh yeah, the, this is see this is brilliant to me too. Um, the 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 bass player from Molly Ringwald's this guy in Phil, he did a show last week with a guy and they only do it once in a while. And they're called Stash Gordon and they do the logo like from the uh, the movie Flash Gordon. But with mustaches? Uh, well, the the singer has a mustache, and the, but they they set up you know they did a nice design with the logo. It's like the Flash Gordon from the movie logo, but they're called Stash Gordon, and the singer has a mustache, and they do all Queen music. So he's he kind of looks like Freddie Mercury. He has the mustache, and they they do Queen. 
which is to me is brilliant. It's and I saw some of the videos from it, and they played you know the biggest room here in in uh, that's outside of of uh, the French Quarter. It's in Metairie, um, and you know it killed it. So another really interesting, unique, fun idea that has something to latch onto. Like if if you like Queen, you're gonna go see that band. You know, and listen, the, you know, and these guys have a commitment to it, right? They are dedicated. They're they're rehearsing. They're they're playing. They're doing it. They have a passion. They're putting action to it, which is what you had talked about earlier. Putting action to things, right? So if you want to get something done, you got to put action on it, because you know the best plans and <clears throat> you know come up with great ideas. Right. You need to implement them. Yeah, absolutely. Like these guys are doing like what you said. You know, they have a passion about it, and they get really excited about it, and it shows. You know that their commitment to it, and you know, they're, like you said, their their excitement and their their they're just uh, out of the norm. You know, they're, they're they're going to the next level. They're putting in the extra effort. They're they're really stepping it up. Yeah. Yeah. And just, it shows. Yeah, totally. I mean, and the. the the uh, possibilities are endless, and and uh, you know people should know that. And and Jeff Jeff uh, was talking about I don't know what band he's talking about, but he said original rock from the '90s, the funk. Now they had a member that was uh, just a color guy, never plunged. It would never plugged in, but would do jumps and kicks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like a David Lee Roth guy. Yeah, and he said popularity's band here in West Michigan, West Michigan. That does multiple costume changes and plays live with the videos playing on screen behind them. And I actually got that idea. It said in time with the videos, huge here. They play out multiple times a year. I, I got that idea, and apparently other people got that idea before me. But um, sometimes when I'm at the swamp, the the DJ, we got the TVs in the room, and we'll be playing a song, and the DJ will pull up the video of that song, and and there's he's got a a tool where he can speed it up or slow it down and play it in time with us, you know, cause the timing is never going to be perfect. And so it's in sync with the video. So, and that, and I, I think that's a brilliant idea. And he's saying, uh, Jeff is saying that he, there's a band that does that with costume changes and see that's entertainment. That's fun. So you have the, you know, the using multimedia tools that you have and still putting on a performance. That's, you know, that's what it's about. It's about having fun, man. Being entertaining. But that is cool. I like that idea with putting the video up behind yeah. of the song that you're playing, right? Like both MTV or VH1. Yeah. Um, so um, I, I wanted to get to this too uh, and tell you about it because you don't know about it because you're not on Facebook. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> I'll know about it now. Mm. So last week I went to see uh, my friend Mr. Brian Tishy play drums uh, with Foreigner, the band Foreigner. Um, and he um, played with them a long time ago. I want to say ten years ago or so. He was their drummer for yeah. for a while, and I saw him there. And Brian is is um, to me is a world class professional drummer. He has played with some of the most elite artists in rock and roll history. Um, you know, in addition to Foreigner, um, he played with White Snake, Billy Idol. Uh, George Lynch, um, uh, uh, Zach Wild, Ozzy Osbourne, Slash, Steven Tyler, um, and I'm probably missing some people there, but he, I mean, he is top-notch um, performer and, and professional drummer. Um, 
and Brian and I grew up in the same town in Jersey. We played together when we were younger a little bit, and then we were in a band, a cover band later, years later. Um, so I went to see him play, and he was playing with Foreigner. And here's the thing about Foreigner. It was a great show, for one. It, just really entertaining. It, you know, if you know Foreigner music, it's it's just, you know every song, you well, sing along huge, with it. Huge catalog of hits, yeah. Yeah. But the, the thing about the band is, there's not one person in that band that is an original member when I saw them like uh, Mick Jones or Mick uh, is that his name Mick Jones I hope so um, was the last guy who who was really kind of touring with them and he doesn't any longer so they have two keyboard uh, two guitar players they have a keyboard player and one of the guitar players plays keyboards too uh, <clears throat> Jeff Pilson from Dokken plays bass uh, Kelly Hansen who used to be in a band called Hurricane a long time ago has been their singer for yeah, well, he's he's been around for a while. He's I saw him probably ten years ago with with, with Brian was drumming with them. Yeah, he was in the band. He's been in the band for twelve years because Lou Graham got sick. He couldn't sing anymore, um, and then Brian was playing drums. And Brian was subbing. He he wasn't. He was called because the the regular drummer who's been touring with them, Chris Frazier, uh, who is actually from down here and has played with people that I know, um, got sick, and so Brian was called to sub. For, for yeah, and it was Mark Shulman for a while before he got the pink gig. Yeah, and I think um, I think uh, Jason Bonham was in there for a little while too, if I'm not mistaken. They've gone through a lot of drummers, but the, the, Brian gets called to sub for Foreigner. <laughs> you, know? you know, I do sub gigs, but not for Foreigner. Um, but the thing that really struck me, I mean, this show was super tight, just very entertaining. Execution of every song was just perfect. Um, and Kelly Hansen's voice is just tremendous. You know, it's it's the next best thing to Lou Graham. And, uh, but they're all essentially playing Foreigner covers. You know, they're a Foreigner tribute band. They call right. themselves Foreigner. Yeah. Because, I mean, what's the real definition of, of this? To, to me, it's like, if you didn't write the song and you had nothing to do with recording the original song, you're playing a cover. It's the same... <laughs> That's funny. There's like, <laughs> they're in a very high-level foreigner tribute band. Yeah. I mean, it's really what it is. Um, and it's just, it's about a, a legal thing, people owning the name, the fact that they have this history of doing this. And, and they're all top-notch professional musicians, everybody in that band, no doubt about it. So in order to get to that level of being a quote-unquote tribute band, you better be good. You know, you better be on top of your game and consistent. Um, so those guys all are that. So, um, so how do they go under the guise of Foreigner because of Kelly? I, I, well, I, now the, the one guy, and I, I'm sorry I don't know his name, but he, he played guitar and played keyboards. He was introduced uh, on stage as being the one that's been in the band for, for the longest period of time. Um, and I think he said like 14 years or 16 years. But I, I, I imagine that the name and everything is still owned by Mick. And and he probably, even though he's not touring with the band, still gets you know, a piece of the pie. Um, I would imagine that. I don't know for sure. Um, but... Um, yeah, the, it's it's up to him, I guess. Somebody has to be the person that decides. Okay, this is my brand. This is I own this business, and I'm hiring you to, you know, 
work for this business. And did you get an opportunity to hang with Tishy? I did. I, I hung out with Brian uh, pre-show for a little while, and then after the gig as well for a little while. Um, so did he like rehearse with him, or did he just show up and play? He he didn't need to, and that was because he played with them for so long. And right. then, and he said the show is the same, the segues are the same. He said he needed to kind of refresh his memory on the, that. But he didn't have to rehearse. He just needed to kind of brush up himself on on the tunes and 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 the uh, and and the, the transitions and everything. But he said it was for him. It was very very comfortable to come, go back into that situation because he said it's a well oiled machine. Um, they're all great guys. Um, he just had to step in and kind of do what he had done in the past. And um, he said it was easy and it was very comfortable and fun. And it showed, man. It showed on stage because I've seen Brian play a lot. And he was really, he was comfortable. He was having fun. The whole band was, it was their last show of the tour too. Um, and this was in uh, Biloxi, Mississippi, by the way. That's where I went to see him at the IP Casino. Um, but yeah, so no, he didn't really need, to, he didn't have to rehearse anything. He just needed to review his stuff. But that speaks volumes too for somebody like Brian, who is a professional, who did the right work in the first place. You know, had had that uh the experience of having to learn it in, in the first place. But when the first time you learn it, you know, you do it right. So it's really ingrained in you. And, um, so that's, he, he's a good example of that. Um, I talked to him about, uh, coming on the show and he said he would. So, uh, hopefully within the next couple of weeks, we'll have Brian Tishy on the wisdom hour. Excellent. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's working on a Christmas CD and uh, I told him, look, come on the show. I'll promote your CD. And that Christmas music certainly fits under covers. Unless you're out there writing Christmas songs. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, oh, I really want to address this, too. Jeff said, here in West Michigan, cover bands get looked down as the bastard child because we don't play original music. Yet some of the best musicians here are in cover bands. And man... That is one of the primary reasons I started this whole thing. Um, yeah, the black sheep, the bastard child, the, the 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 condescending nature of people who are original artists with uh, people who play covers. And I, I'm totally with you there, Jeff. Um, there's it, it's some it could be considered that it's harder to be a cover band music, musician because it's I mean if you're writing a song. There's nobody that can tell you that you're doing it wrong. <laughs> it's your song. Um, it's always been, though, that the cover band, you know, has always been, like you said, the black sheep or the outcast, you know, in that scene. And depending on the scene, too, as it turns over, you know, you know, in um, generationally, too, you know, when we used to play it was for a while, like we had talked about this in previous episodes, where it was original scene in Jersey for a long time, and cover bands were kind of like, eh, you know. And then the tide changed, and then the cover bands went by the way, uh, original bands went by the wayside, and cover bands really, you know, were more prevalent and took over the scene. But for a while there, it was exactly the opposite, you know, and it was, oh, you're in a cover band, and it was, you know, and it was looked down upon. Yeah. And I really want to change that perception, too, um, and make make us the rock stars because I think, and somebody mentioned that too in the group today uh, about that. Like we cover man musicians that are going out and doing this and working hard and, and, and 
and entertaining audiences. We're the new rock stars. Um, because it, it there's there's so many so many good musicians and talented players that that people never get to hear about or see and and I want to change that dynamic um, and put us kind of up on the pedestal that we deserve to be on. Um, you know, I work my ass off, man, and and I I go out and I do it with integrity and um, passion all the time. And I'll, there's you know thousands of people like me, tens of thousands of people like me that are out there doing that. And we haven't really had a voice until now. <laughs> yeah. And now you got 20,000 of them and yeah. growing. Yeah. 21,000 on the, in the group, 80, almost 85,000 on the page. But the group is really the heart of this. And when I started this whole thing, I, I created the group first and then I wasn't really getting what I wanted out of it, so I started the page, and then the page really kind of took off. But the the the, uh, the dynamic has changed with Facebook, and, and uh, the algorithm has changed with Facebook, where I'm just not getting as much engagement with the page as I used to. And it could be, you know, the content, because I'm recycling a lot of content on there too. But it's, I mean, I do 10 posts a day usually, so coming up with new content for 10 posts a day is challenging to say the least uh but the group is where it really gets a lot of activity people come in there and talk and talk and talk and it's never ending it's 24 7 man that's the future it it, it is man and the future is now you know because people are engaged not just like say eighty thousand, but you got twenty one thousand and growing that are engaged and using it you know and on it and and communicating through it and contributing to it and gaining from it. You know, that that's what it's all about. Yeah. And uh, Jeff made another point here. He said, AJ, AJ Dunning from the Verve Pipe plays in a cover band here. They had a top 10 hit, the Verve Pipe. And I don't remember what the song was. Um, and toured with Kiss. And they were on Letterman. But he's playing in a cover band. So it's like... The perception is that, like, you... You're in a band and you have a hit song or something, or you tour with a big thing. The perception to most people is that you've made it. You know, you hit the big time. The Freshman was the name of the song. Thank you. Um, and you're making millions of dollars and blah blah blah. And that's the perception, but that's not the reality. Um, the reality is that that people that are musicians, they just they need to keep working. They need to to. Um, th- there's there's only so much life to certain things like this for instance the verb pipe and in order to keep working you got to stay on top of what's happening in the world uh as far as technology as far as uh, uh the internet and and things like that it's it's really important to um to grow with it and a lot of our audience here is our age you know and older so it's it's tough for people to to adapt to new ways of doing things but I think I know it's possible, and I definitely want to educate the younger generation with the wisdom of our experience, having done this for so long, um, and you know, kind of uh, hand off the baton to people because this music needs to still be played long after we're gone. You know? Yeah, and it will be, you know, because uh, I see, you know, kids say, even young, you know, the look at the amount of younger children playing instruments and music and playing in bands and drums and guitars and 
you know, it's it's music is starting to thrive again. You know, even in school, school bands are at an all time high as far as uh, enrollment. You know, that's awesome, dude. And I want to, that to be a part of CBC too, to really uh, focus on youth education um, and try to promote programs that are, are, are doing that to encouraging children to play uh, music and having music education in schools, providing instruments. Um, you know, we've talked about that before, and I want to talk about it further again in, in detail um, going forward. But for this week, I think it's time to wrap things up, bro. We're at an hour already. I wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving, right? A lot to be thankful for in our lives, so let's keep that in focus this week and Yes, for people that are in the U.S. anyway. There's people from all over the world here that don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah, you can give thanks, though, anyway. Sure. Gratitude is always a good way to go. Yeah. All righty. Enjoy it, brother. We'll, I'll see you next week uh, what for happened? episode 23. Yes, that wraps up Wisdom Hour number 22. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for chiming in with the comments. Really appreciate you guys being here while we're live. Um, share with your friends spread the word this is going to be the biggest music site for musicians ever in the history of the world <laughs> alright brother I will talk to you next week see you brother peace out it's NFL draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.